Ohio Habla es un podcast que nace del proyecto Narrativas Orales de Latinos en Ohio, Oral Narratives of Latinos en Ohio. Exploramos la experiencia latina con entrevistas en español, inglés y spanglish. Welcome to Ohio Habla. I'm Elena Fowles. My guest today is Cristina Vera. Cristina co-founded a nonprofit organization called Femergy. Femergy strives to equip girls and women with the necessary tools to navigate and soar through gender, economic, and social barriers so that they can grow up healthy, educated, and independent. She has worked alongside educators from several Columbus City schools, social service agencies, and other nonprofit organizations who also serve youth to provide strategic planning support, curriculum development, career exploration, high school and workforce readiness programs. She is currently running for the Columbus City School Board. Bienvenida a este episodio, Cristina. Gracias. So you are not from Ohio, but moved here as a young girl. Tell me about moving from Brooklyn, New York to Columbus. What was this transition like? Um, you know, for me, I just thought we were going on a vacation. I was really little. <laughs> I was small. I was in elementary, like getting ready to head into kindergarten. And I remember um, mommy and I very like it's kind of like spotty, but I just remember the day mommy started packing up the apartment and uh, my father was already here. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when he got here and he got situated, he sent for us. So it was me, my mom and my other sister, Jessica. And so I remember her just saying, like, you know, Miha, we're, we're going to Ohio. And I was like, I don't know where Ohio is, but I was excited. And um, I didn't know we were driving to Ohio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They mm -hmm. left that part out. So I just remember, um, you know, getting in the car and just being excited because my mom was so excited. So if she was excited, I knew it had to be a good thing. Mm -hmm. And so just getting here um, and really just watching my parents, you know, try to navigate building a whole new life for us. You know, they both um, grew up in Brooklyn. My mom uh, moved to New York when she was a teenager. She's from Ponce, Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just watching two amazing individuals come to a city that they had never, they literally had never been here before. Mm -hmm. My dad came first uh, with a church group. And then before I knew, we were just moving to Ohio. <laughs> and so um, so just being able to watch them, you know, really figure it out, um, you know, whether that was working two and three jobs and just trying to navigate. Um, at the time, my mom didn't speak very good English. Mm -hmm. um, and so Columbus really wasn't as diverse back in the late 80s, early 90s as it is today. And so I know that was a struggle for my parents, really, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how do they economically take care of two young girls mm -hmm. while taking care of their own personal needs, still having family in New York that they needed to support. So it was exciting. But then I also noticed that there was just a lot of challenges um, for them to come and pick up and start a whole new life here. Right, right. You are clearly passionate about education and supporting young girls with empowerment programs that give them the tools for socioeconomic mobility. How has this work sparked your desire to run for the Columbus City School Board? You know, um, I always tell people I'm extremely blessed to be able to work with young people. Mm. You know, as a kid, it wasn't ever, you know, you're in school and, you know, they're constantly shopping these different career paths for you. 
And it never dawned on me that I could just simply serve girls and women for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. And I would be so fulfilled by that. And so just listening to our young girls and seeing a lot of myself in them when Mm -hmm. I was a kid and just a lot of the same need for wanting, wanting more, Mm -hmm. wanting to be noticed, wanting to, you know, have somebody believe in me, even when I didn't believe in myself. And so I think just being able to just have that one-on-one opportunities with so many girls and so many women, it's not something that I take lightly. It's something that I really feel honored that I get to do every single day. And so because of hearing the same types of stories of just what they still feel like they need, it's always kind of sparked something in me to wanting to do more. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, yes, we're offering this, but what else can we do? And so, you know, when I started my own family um, of you just, and I have two older girls. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, um, it was just something in me that felt like, okay, Christina, like there's something, there's something more to, to how our girls and all of our youth really are, you know, receiving their education or in some instances lack thereof. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's just being, you know, listening, listening to our community, listening to the youth that we serve. I recognize that I just really feel like there's more that can be done there. And, you know, I want to be able to put the skills that I've acquired and just the opportunities that have been afforded to me. And I just want to be able to pass that on. Right. And then you've been part of the Columbus City Schools um, yourself, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm an alumni of Columbus City Schools, um, elementary, middle, high school. And so it's surreal for me to, to go back into the buildings uh, that I served and, you know, that I went to and go back and serve. Mm-hmm. So initially just walking in, it was like the weirdest feeling uh, the first time I walked into my high school, because I just remember walking those halls <laughs> and just thinking, you know, thinking what teenagers think, you know, you just think life is, you know, this big obstacle and, and just walk. The halls felt small to me. It mm-hmm. wasn't as big as it used to be when I was a kid. And so it also kind of pushes me to thinking about like in that moment, what was I feeling as a student? Mm-hmm. And just to still see a lot of the same issues that we're having as a district. These are not new issues. These are generational issues even when I was a kid and I've spoken to people who are, you know, much more seasoned than me who have also been in our district. And these are things that have been going on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christina, I know that beside um, working with Femergy, you have also worked with educa- educators from several Columbus City schools mm-hmm. and other nonprofit organizations to provide strategic planning support, uh, curricula development and the things that I mentioned earlier for young people specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, how has this work prepared you to run for the for the board? Yeah, I mean, you know, being able to see um, curriculum and infrastructure through different lenses mm-hmm. is an opportunity that I'm just it, it mind blows me every single time because mm-hmm. I get to see faucets of you know different districts of how things are working in those districts, what works really well in our district and where our areas of opportunity are. So I've been able to work in the nonprofit sectors going on 13 years, Mm -hmm. and that's with several different nonprofits. Um, I've worked in middle schools, high schools, elementary schools, um, and just seeing, you know, the need, a lot of our teachers and administrators, they really want to be able to give students more, Mm -hmm. you know, And, and so being able to to see that, have those conversations. And I don't come in with a title. I come in as me and just as a community member who truly cares and wants to see change in our community. 
and they have ideas. They know what mm-hmm. they need to, to, to be able to be more successful. And so just being able to have that life experience of showing up, serving our community, even when it's not popular, even when it's not publicized all over the media, it's, it's those moments that refuel me and the work that I get to do every single day. Right, right. Um, you are one of the few Latinas in Central Ohio seeking to run for this type of public office. Tell me about what the, this means to you and how can we get more Latinas in this type of roles? And, and I want to mention, I mean, and it's clear to me that you're passionate about women, uh, girls, young girls and, and their development, right? Mm-hmm. Both uh, through education and professional um, so I can only imagine that this this opportunity for you to run is also part of that, you know, that passion that you have um, and to become, you know, the a role model for 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 us. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about this. Yeah. You know, for me, um, it's 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 exciting, but then it also makes me feel sad because I, I don't like that this is still a topic. I don't like that, you know, um, oftentimes people get caught up in being the first, but not necessarily thinking about the next person. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I take this as not just as, you know, being the first possible Puerto Rican to be on the school board. It's about an opportunity to open the door for other Latinas who never seen themselves in a leadership type position. You know, like I said, it wasn't something that was ever just presented to me as Mm -hmm. a kid. Like you could go off and co-found a nonprofit and you could (laughs) run for school board. It was just like, are you going to the military? Are you going to be a nurse? And Mm -hmm. so it was all these gender biases that, you know, even within my own family, and it wasn't anything that, you know, they did to intentionally, you know, box me in. But it's just society saying, Mm -hmm. like, this is what what women do. This Mm -hmm. is what girls do. And so early on, I was never comfortable with that. I was always like, well, if Bobby can dig a hole, I want to dig a hole too, <laughs> kind of a thing. And so for me, it's it's about leading by example. You know, I tell girls all the time, you can do whatever you want to do. I tell women all the time, you can start over. There's never a time frame to, to life. You know, you just do what you feel is right. And if you have the skills and the opportunity to do so, do it. And so this thing about running for the board was something that has been presented to me before, like, hey, you should really, and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 you know, and then, you know, for me, it's just, it's time, it's time, and it's, you know, it's an opportunity, like I said, because to me, success is not really success if we don't plan for secession, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I think it's important that people at the table that make decisions for our students truly need to be reflective of our communities. They need to understand what it's like to be a student. They need to know what it's like to be a community member here. And that's in any uh, realm of policy or political office. I think oftentimes it becomes more of a popularity style profession opposed to people who are really rooted and invested in our communities. So I I take this opportunity very seriously. I I recognize that, you know, a lot of people do look at me for mentorship, a lot of the girls that I serve. And I want all students, all girls, all Latinas across the world to recognize that, you know, there is no such thing as limitation. And even if, you know, someone won't give you an opportunity, then you go out and you create your own opportunity. And but when you get there, Remember, Mm -hmm. like, we have to be different. We have to set the example. And so um, I'm honored. You know, I I think about my grandmother, um, who never really got to experience very much. She she got sick very early on. 
And I wish she could see this. Like, she could see <laughs> everything that's happening right now because she would just be so blown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina, is there anything else you would like to say about your your plans and, and, and the hopes for either – you know, you're, you're a nonprofit, the work that you already do with young girls and, and women, or this position in particular? Yeah, I think, you know, um, I think right now with everything that's happened with COVID-19 mm-hmm. and um, all of the racial, you know, inequalities that we have been seeing, you know, for, for many, many years, um, generationally, I think sometimes people can lose hope mm-hmm. and they can feel like, man, nothing I do is, is ever going to change things or nothing. You know, it's just everything is always so negative. Or, And I think this is more now than ever. Mm-hmm. It's like we have to dig deep. We have to dig outside of ourselves and understanding that we can support, we can make changes, whether it's showing up to vote for me in November, you know, mm-hmm. for Columbus City School Board or volunteering, you know, at a food bank or at a pantry or becoming a virtual mentor for one of our programs. I think it's time that we as a community activate and stop allowing other people to make decisions on our benefit, on our behalf, without mm-hmm. our, you know, our input. Because I, I see a lot of that. I watch the news. I sit in the, the meetings virtually. And I often just think about, like, what would what would life be like? What would our communities be like if we were the ones running our communities? Mm-hmm. And when I say we, I mean the people. You know, our voices are at the table. And I think we start to, to see that by electing the right officials, electing the people that not just because they're on a flyer, but because you've seen them in the community serving alongside mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. And so I just would encourage our community to not lose hope. I think that, you know, there's a lot of good in this world, even though we're constantly being fed all of the negative. Um, don't lose hope and just find find your place in the world because we all have a position. And I think sometimes people really struggle, well, what's my position And at the end of the day, you know, that one thought of like what brings you fulfillment, joy, excitement when you see it or participate in. And I'm like, go with that and everything else will come together. (laughs) Cristina, muchas gracias por esta conversación. Gracias. A todos, gracias por escucharnos y recuerden seguirnos en Facebook y de compartir este podcast con otros. Hasta la próxima. (laughs) 